This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Thursday the 24th of March. In your Squeeze today, Ash Barty announces her retirement, sexual assault stats in our universities, more international talks on Ukraine, and getting your payella right. This is your Squiz Today. The announcement from world number one tennis player Ash Barty that she was retiring from tennis at the grand age of 25 surprised nearly everyone yesterday, I think we can safely say. There was a huge outpouring of love and support for the tennis player slash legend, and we'll hear more from her today at a press conference. But what we know so far, Eliza, is that she says she doesn't have the physical drive, the emotional want, and everything it takes to challenge yourself at the very top level anymore. Yeah, she did a sit-down interview with her good friend and former Aussie tennis player, Casey Delacqua. If you haven't watched it, it's on Insta and it's worth taking the five minutes to do so because you can really hear how hard Mm. those words are to say that she's retiring from tennis. Um, But you can also watch her body language. It's kind of a mixture of discomfort and relief that she's at this point where she says she's just done. She's physically spent and she's not getting the fun out of it anymore that she was was previously. Uh, Delacqua asked her why now and she said that after winning Wimbledon she thought maybe that was it but she pushed on to the Australian Open and got there and had that great occasion where Yvonne Gulligan Corley presented mm. her um, with the championship trophy and she says now that it's the right time to chase other dreams which I thought was a great personal aspiration to have and to model to everyone in professional sport too. Yeah she says she gets to enjoy the next phase of her life as Ashby the person, not Ash Barty, the athlete. She's a longtime favourite of Team Squeeze. In fact, she was one of the very first shortcuts we ever did. For those that aren't as familiar with her, give us a bit of the highlights, real Eliza. All right. So she grew up in Ipswich in Queensland. She lives there now with her partner, Gary Kizik, and their beloved dogs. They've actually got five rescue dogs, (laughs) which they obviously love and uh, keeps them on their toes. Uh, But the challenges of being away from Ipswich and her family has clearly been a big part of her decision of making that choice to step away from the sport and spend more time at home. In terms of the sports headlines, Barty won the French Open in 2019, Wimbledon, last year as well as the Australian Open just back in January. She's actually been the world number one since 2019. So overall we're talking 15 singles titles, 12 doubles titles, $23 million in prize money. So she set herself up pretty well at the age of 25 to chase whatever dream is next on her horizon. Dylan Alcott summed it up for many yesterday I think saying an amazing tennis player but an even better person, a champion in every sense of the word. The founder of Hillsong, Brian Houston, is permanently stepping down after an internal investigation found that he behaved inappropriately towards two women in incidences in the last 10 years. Yeah, so these incidents involved what the church described as inappropriate text messages sent to a staff member in 2013. Uh, And then there was also an incident at a big Hillsong conference in 2019. That's where Houston couldn't get back into his hotel room and he spent 40 minutes in the room of a woman he'd met earlier in the day. Uh, She wasn't part of the church. The church's internal investigation found that Houston had become disoriented after mixing anti 
anti-anxiety pills with alcohol and that while no sexual activity was reported, according to the church, the woman had made a complaint. Uh, It's been a big year for Brian Houston. He actually stepped aside as a director of all of the church's boards in January, and that was to defend a criminal charge that he concealed his father's sexual abuse decades earlier. The church plans to now launch an independent review of its governance structure. It's also apologised to the women who've made the complaints. A new study has just released findings that one in six Australian university students say they've been sexually harassed and one in 20 say they have been sexually assaulted since beginning their degree. The study is comprehensive. Nearly 44,000 students took part in late 2021. This is a study by an independent research centre that was commissioned by Universities Australia, which is the peak body for the higher education sector, and it makes for some tough reading. Uh, They've cast the net wide, as you mentioned, across 44,000 students, 39 universities, and out of that, it says that two in three people knew the perpetrator of their sexual assault, one in 20 made a complaint, and a quarter of those people sought support. Uh, Students most likely to be assaulted were young women who were living on campus, um, those who have a disability, or identified as part of the LGBTQI community. 85% of the perpetrators were male, and a quarter of the incidents reported happened at university-related events. Like you say, it makes for some pretty confronting reading. Head of Universities Australia, John Dewa, has apologised to students and committed to doing more to bring about change. On to international news, NATO is set to double the amount of troops on the Eastern Front near Ukraine as the war continues. It comes as international talks continue as well. US President Joe Biden will meet his NATO counterparts in Brussels today. That's right. And one thing that this war has done is actually bring the NATO allies back together after that schism that happened between Europe and America during the Trump administration. Uh, There's lots of speculation this morning in the press that Biden and EU leaders will unveil a package of new measures to punish Russia and the oligarchs, many of whom have strong ties to Europe. Uh, But after that big summit in Brussels today, Biden will move on to Poland. Uh, Poland has taken the line share of refugees from Ukraine. So Biden will meet the president and it's likely they'll discuss Poland's plan to actually create a peacekeeping force that would operate in Ukraine. The big question is whether NATO leaders would actually back that in, given the risk that it draws NATO into a full-blown conflict with Russia. Plenty going on. Stand by for what comes out of that NATO meeting today. A bit of a PSA now for any home cooks who like to be authentic. If you're a fan of paella, there are some unwritten rules that you need to get across. Look, only a brave cook would tackle paella. I think Claire (laughs) would be all over it. All over Uh, it, I'm a little bit of a wuss when it comes to trying to get that rice just right. But this is not a conversation about the rice. It's about what you put into the paella. Uh, The Spanish researchers say that the only meat you should add is chicken and rabbit which I'm not sure about mm. you, but I don't cook with a whole lot no, of rabbit. No. Uh, um, but it's not seafood. Yeah. Uh, so this, I reckon, is the water cooler slash Zoom convo for the day. I'm pretty devo not to have the fish in there, but I will defer to the Spaniards. Yeah, this research is on the original paella that originates from Valencia. They're pretty serious about what goes in it, so no seafood. It took me by surprise as well. I'm sure I've butchered the pronunciation of paella, so apologies to any Spanish speakers <laughs> out there. 
Before we wrap up, it is Thursday, so a new episode of Squiz Shortcuts is out today. We spoke yesterday about more rain on the way, which makes this week's episode pretty topical. La Nina and climate change, Eliza. Yeah, so La Nina has really hammered Eastern Australia during the last couple of summers, not just the most recent one. So many communities have experienced unprecedented flooding. Another factor is our change in climate. And experts say extreme weather events may rise in frequency by the end of the century because of climate change. So in this shortcut, we look at the specifics around the weather, the latest from scientists about climate change, and the discussion about keeping communities safe into the future. If you've ever wanted someone to just break down the science and explain it clearly and easily, La Nina and a bit about the climate change, this is the one for it. I certainly learned a lot. It was like you two had your lab coats on and I was back in class, but very enjoyable. (laughs) I'll pop a link to it in your episode notes, but just search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app. We'll leave it there for the day. Have a good Thursday and we will be back with you tomorrow.